Welcome to Industry Chat, everyone. Hello. Chris yeah, are Warren you impressed? from Texas. Are you impressed over there? I, I am, see the impression am, on your face. I am very impressed. Yeah, I see it. It's, very fun. it's nice. He does this. He, Joe, he loves me. The only reason it's the only re reason he agreed to sit down at the table yeah. at all with us. Joe, Joe, Joe just here. give me a little more of that though. I want to hear the stylophone like at its at its peak. <laughs> I mean, two chords. I'm sure David David Bowie did it better. Probably, but definitely. I I literally <laughs> only touched this thing. For that amount of time. That's what you yeah. said. That's <laughs> what you said. <laughs> I never practiced. Yeah. 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 That's also what you well, said. Well, welcome everybody to Unorthodox she Film Podcast Industry Chat. Uh, we have with us tonight Chris Warren. Chris, welcome. Howdy. And then, of course, we've got uh, Joseph, myself, Bradford, and Quinn hanging out over here with us. Um, hello, everybody. Hoorah. Hello, hello, All right. Hello. Um, today, we're going to talk about ADing. Mm. The first assistant director. Yep. Yep. Why are we going to talk about that? Who has any knowledge on that? Uh, I don't know. Chris does. Oh, my. Chris does. Oh, how, many years, how many years have you been in AD, Chris? I have been AD. The sergeants of yeah. the set. Yeah, I've been in AD for 15 years. 15 long yeah, years. 12 full time, but yeah, 15. Well, the other ones count too. They do. They just they they, they all equally take away life. Uh, that they do. <laughs> As I so uh, for our listeners, I felt your like that. That was refreshing. Thank Even you for me. I can. It's not refreshing because it's, it's, it's made its way over to me. <laughs> well, that's unfortunate for you. That is very unfortunate. I'm still Sorry, feeling bro. the relief Sorry, that you right. got from that. Like that was. Yeah. I'm I'm guilty, so now I'm just okay, on the receiving end. Now I've got end. it. I've got it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. See, the room is smaller. Than it it's looks wafting like. in. How's the How's the hot and spicy Onion, cheeses? Onions. I would have preferred to eat ketchup. them myself. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm thinking. <laughs> now I'm thinking the tuxedos are fucked up. Oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> uh, so, Chris, describe to us uh, if you could what the uh, uh, you don't have to do the resume sure, version, sure. but um, kind of tell us a little bit about what a first AD does on set. I mean, to be real simple with it, right? Like, so the idea. The thing that everybody mixes up is there is such a thing as an assistant to the director. Mm -hmm. That is exactly what it says. Mm -hmm. They are literally there for the director to make sure they don't have to leave set. They can be creative. They can stay in the creative, right? A first assistant director, not assistant to the director. But or the director's assistant. Right? Correct. But a first assistant director is actually <clears throat> a guy that handles all the logistics or girl. Could be. Mm -hmm. Of course. Of course. Um, no, actually, believe it or not, it is. A lot of girls. Oh. There are a lot of women. Yeah, there are a lot of There are a lot of that are first Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that are actually probably better at it. Really good. Of ways. I, I highly recommend um, for anyone listening to pick up Liz Gill's book. Mm -hmm. She is an AD. Uh, it's called um, Running the Show. Running the Show. Yep, Running the Show. Um, highly, highly recommend picking that up. I've read it. I love it. You yeah. just um, passed your copy off to. Uh, I did just hand it off to uh, a newer AD so that Tawa, she could read it. So if I remember right. There's another book out there. I think it's called Mr. Spielberg. We're ready for you. I yes, that's hard to find. It's very hard to find, but it's an amazing. I have a copy. It's Do you? Very, know? very amazing book about being a first AD and what that actually entails. And right. yeah, because there is um, surprisingly little information out there, there really that you can find to aid you in in becoming an AD. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so yeah, so break it down a little bit. What are some of the responsibilities that an AD has? On so set? safety is number one, right? That is mm -hmm. our biggest. That's one of our biggest jobs. We have to make sure everyone stays safe on set. Um, that includes you know running. The thing that everybody mocks me for, but I will continue to say it in every safety meeting is make sure you drink fucking water. Yeah, because hydration is a thing. <clears throat> exactly right. Hydration is a thing. It just is. Your body needs fucking water. Like, mm -hmm. I hate to tell you, especially with, with the hours we work. Right. Yeah, not going to go off on a tangent, but yeah, enough said. Um, we, we've talked about we work weird listen hours. Listen to your yeah. vessel. Yeah, so feed it, hydrate it, <clears throat> exactly. Sleep, rest when you're given that. Ten, one, ten, two. Exactly. But like even with stunts, even with firearms, all that stuff, we're involved, right? Mm -hmm. We are involved. It's our job to make sure everyone's being safe and doing the right thing, yeah, right? Yeah. Not doing something stupid that they shouldn't be doing. That includes literally like seeing. They bring a guy on for stunts, right? I've had this happen. They bring a guy on for stunts that they found off the street. They're like, hey, like, this guy's interested. He really wants to do it. He's too fucking jittery. You can see it. Yeah. He's too anxious. He, he really wants to go and sell it, right? That's how someone gets hurt. That's how someone gets hurt. Yeah. Um, so, so the reality is that the first AD's job doesn't actually start on set. It does not. I know it's a little bit it boring, but we do on this show talk a lot about pre-production. Mm -hmm. Um can you explain a little bit to our listeners? We've talked a little bit about it sure. uh, from my experience. But... Boring for those non-set junkies. Yeah. So um, pre-pro is a thing, right? Like, we all know that. Um, pre-pro can range, right? Depends on your budget. Depends on what you're doing. Um, I've had anywhere. Um, in fact, I'm probably going to do another movie in the fall that's going to be like six weeks of prep, right? Mm -hmm. Literally, I'll be on in location, on location for six weeks doing prep. Now that's before I'm even before that though I'm building the schedule, I'm making sure everything's right, atoning yeah. to our actors right because that's part of our job as well is building mm -hmm. the schedule and saying okay this is what we are going to do this yeah. is how we will achieve every day on time right what is what <clears throat> is building a schedule I know it's it's it's, it's it is as simple it. as right, it right. sounds but there is more, more to, to it. it right. So, so what what goes into what's something that that you have to consider when building a schedule? What are some of the parameters? Details? Yeah, sure. Um, so, like you know, the, the script is your Bible, right? It's mm -hmm. our Bible. It's what tells us how the movie's going to be made and what's happening, right? Yeah. Now, granted, some of the details aren't there because we have to talk to the DP, we have sure, to, talk to the director, get the shots, know what we're looking at, right? But as my years of experience have gone on, I can look at the script and break it down and go, okay, and that includes tagging it for props, tagging it for locations, tagging mm -hmm. it for set deck, tagging it for wardrobe, yeah, special effects, creatures, whatever, yep. you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> um, you tag Park all that. Animals, yeah. vehicles. Yeah, everything. Everything. Anything you see on screen has been tagged by the AD in the script. Yes. Like, if it's and mentioned it's in specifically schedule. in the script, it's important. It has to be noted because if it's not tagged, exactly. it doesn't end up on the call sheet. And it doesn't end up on the information. And it may not even, it. and it may not even arrive on set. Like, it doesn't right. even matter well, what, what department it belongs to, but it yeah. may not even arrive on set if you don't have it in there. And right. I didn't know I was supposed to bring that gray shirt today. Right, and if you don't have it in there, then you have a bunch of angry people coming to you going, "Why isn't this on the call sheet?" Mm -hmm. Right. What is uh uh the AD's most important uh, commodity? That's an interesting question. It's time, right? Yeah, it's time. It's, it's time. time. And, and if something's not on set, then, then now we're spending we're time. We're spending more time. Right. We're right. wasting time. We're, right. We're wasting time, which, as we all say, time equals money. 
It mm-hmm. does. It does. In the producer's eyes, time equals money. And yep. the more time we waste, the more money gets wasted, right? Yep. We don't want that. Um, but to go back to the scheduling thing really yep. quick, right? Um, so basically how that happens is I get a script. You know, producer, line producer normally sends me a script and says, hey, I've got the script. Uh, I want to do it in four weeks. You know, um, I have this actor attached. We need to make sure he's consecutive, blah, blah, blah. We're reaching out to this other actor, but don't worry about that yet, right? That kind of conversation mm-hmm. happens. And real quick, just for the listeners, consecutive yeah. means consecutive means uh, like uh, no hold within days. a week, no hold days. Nobody, they're not sitting they're schedules sitting. back to right. back to back, right. so they're not sitting in a hotel for a day or two exactly. unused. Exactly. Now, granted, that can span over a weekend, right? Because we work five twos, mm-hmm. like we work five days on, two days off. Mm-hmm. So consecutive can be hold days, but it's on the weekend, right? right. Not actual working days. Right. So, um. You don't want you don't want a four week schedule where you've got somebody scheduled week one and week four. Absolutely not, especially if they're named. Like you right. absolutely do not want that, right? Um, so basically, once that happens, then I go into Final Draft. If they have Final Draft, I know there's a million other script writing softwares mm-hmm. out there, um, but I. I love a final draft document because it's so much easier in the software. Yeah, and if not, I usually just take the PDF that they send me and convert it to a final draft. Final draft does a good enough job of reading the format as long as it's been properly. Totally. Properly formatted. Totally. So you're going to say something? Oh, okay. okay. You're allowed to do that. So, so then basically after that, once I've tagged everything, I then export it into movie magic, which once again, I know there's a million other softwares out there, but I hate to tell you guys, Movie magic is still the industry. It's still yeah. the industry standard. Like yep. people yeah. expect Do- to see dozens movie magic. of softwares out there, but if it's not movie magic or Studio Binder, exactly. Yeah. Studio and Binder even, is still a second. It's no, still is, second. Yeah, and I honestly don't like Studio Binder. Quite honestly, they just made some working either. in it now. Yeah. There's I don't some changes. Even use it. I don't like yeah. seeing it come from it. Yeah. They like, made some ah. changes that make it's just it's not as it's not as expansive as like as it was. Right. It's right. ridiculous right now. And but. quite on, like I'm just not. A, I wasn't a fan of it to begin with. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the idea of I can send this out, and I can see who's read it because they have to open it, and mm-hmm. I can also send a text with it. That's great. Well, I I like some of the integration features of Studio Binder. Unfortunately, I don't think it's uh, maximized the use because if all departments don't use it the way it's supposed to be, then it's all on you, and it's just it's what Precisely. what is supposed to save you time costs you more. Costs you more, right? And that's why I don't like it. And Movie Magic, truthfully, is it's just solid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's been solid for years. Um, so once that's done, I go in, I start building the schedule. You know, I know my dates, I know when we're going to shoot, yada yada yada. And I start building it out. And basically from there, we continue on, right? We all, well, our listeners probably don't know, but the schedule is a living, breathing thing, right? Right. It's always changing. It's always changing. So when you've you've gone through the time that it takes to to develop the schedule, Mm -hmm. um, that then gets sent off to your department heads, right? Uh, Well, first it goes back to the line producer, right? Correct. In a a situation like that, it'll go back to the line producer and the director. Mm Mm-hmm. And possibly the DP as well. Um, they'll look it over, right? Any notes they have will adjust, right? Obviously, this is before we've done tech scouts, we've done anything, right. right? This is just a rough schedule of what I think is the best moves, not knowing anything other than what is on the paper, right? Correct. So this is it. Boom. Send it off. Once they approve, yes, we start flying it to heads. They start seeing a schedule that, like, this is what our plans are. Mm-hmm. 
now once again the living breathing thing right yeah everybody has opinions let's take it back to the living breathing thing so like when i said oh somebody forgot the gray shirt right so that right there just as simple as one piece of wardrobe right we need that for this next scene that's in the schedule right so this living breathing organism now you have to move this to it's going to take an hour for the shirt to get here what can we get done in that hour that's on the schedule without losing that time? Exactly. Yes, correct. Exactly. And that's where the AD really shines. Yeah, and we'll get to that. So to, let's to an extent. Fast, fast forwarding yeah. a little bit. Fast forwarding a little bit through pre-production. Um, we'll get to that on set for sure. I want to yeah. come back to that. So yeah. ultimately, because you, you got chain of command, and then you got right. the approvals, right. and then things may change because the location you had set right, right, is right. now not here, and you right. got to move things around. So there's right. some of that sliding happening even before crew gets it and gets on set we're already there's a, there's a we're, lot of we're adjusting a it's lot a, it's a jigsaw cruise. puzzle yeah, that's every, just every always department moving. checks in and there's an adjustment because right. every department has an opinion like right so like they may look at it and go because right it takes a village we all yeah, know that it course. takes a village to make a film so basically like i call it making movies with friends yeah that's the reality. collaborative art right yeah hey, making movies with friends I, we should so start a podcast <laughs> uh so anyway um basically it is like a perfect example of that is like, say you're doing this big, bloody, nonsense, crazy creatures, all this other shit, mm -hmm. right? If I schedule something because I'm looking at it for the basis of wrapping out a location, right? But special yeah. effects comes back and says, hey, that doesn't really work for us because of X. Timmy can't have blood yeah. on him or Timmy can't have this appliance on him. And then we strip it off. Then we put it back on, right? Mm -hmm. Cool. Makes perfect sense. So, okay, so now I've got to go back in and problem solve and figure out, yeah. okay, how do I solve that problem where we still achieve that on the day? Because we do want to wrap locations out, right? Yeah. You don't want to bounce back to a location. It doesn't make any sense. So how do we achieve that and move the schedule around to reflect helping and accommodating all the departments? Right. Because right. we have to. Um, so that happens, right? Then once we kind of get to a point where we're happy, um, it goes out, right? Then we mm -hmm. start really prep, which is showing up on, showing up, which normally the AD shows up early, right? With mm -hmm. DP, with the director, with the producers. Because <clears throat> another thing about ADs, we are in always all reality. Working. We're always working, but we're also, we are the answer. We are the person in between above the line and below the line. That right. is our job. Our mm -hmm. job is to basically be the one that's in charge of making sure that the producer's money is spent correctly right and the and also being able to let the director be creative right yeah while we're focused on the not creative the logistics so the let's let's talk a little bit about that so now we're on set <clears throat> yeah. um you've you've touched about the, the basic you, you, the in-between right yeah you know the above line the below the line so once you get on set you're the director's stopwatch it's, uh, I'm, I'm oversimplifying. Yeah, that, that's but. very simplification. Right. Of what so, job is. so like, could you actually describe uh, the, the test? You know, you're walking on set. It's the start of your day. You know, right. going in today. Right. So let's say we've got a call sheet. It's got six scenes on it. Yeah. You've got eight pages. Okay. Right. Um, you know where your lunch is, and and it's one location. Okay. Take us through kind of like what goes through the mind of the ad or or just getting things going i mean like at this point you you've laid sure. a map out right sure. yeah we already have a map we th that's what the schedule is the schedule is a map it tells us our journey mm -hmm. from a to z and how to get there right to make sure that we don't we appease the director we appease the dp 
and we make sure we get everything that we want and the producers get everything they want right yeah right. like we we do that right that's the point um but <clears throat> the first thing i'm thinking is okay bring my talent for the first scene first scene right we're gonna block because hey guys this is a no oh, no thing. i'm waiting for it this is a real new thing yeah that, take notes here that people have been doing for a long fucking time it's called block, block light, light shoot, shoot. and block, actually it's, light, shoot. to be real it's block light rehearse shoot but block light rehearse tweet SOP, shoot, baby. we call it standing operation we call it block light shoot because it's just easier oh, yeah. and nine times out of ten if we've blocked it already the dp is going to nail it and not have to have tweaks mm-hmm. but there's always that off chance right so we have a rehearsal for camera also if it's a complicated move you have a rehearsal for camera just so that way they can make yep. sure they nail it right yep. because sometimes they are complicated very scenes maybe 10 percent of shoots i'm mm-hmm. on where the camera doesn't rehearse with the actors right Right. And they're wrong when they don't. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, anyway, um, yeah, this new original idea, I don't know. It's been around for years. but We've people, brought it up before. Some people this really This is actually don't. not the first time Blacklight Shoot has been on this podcast. Some people really don't understand that. And I'm like, I know guys, it. this is failure. I know this is This is the start of failure. Like, that's that's where it all Why falls are we apart. behind? Because we didn't Blacklight Shoot. Right, right. Because we did not follow the proper protocol that we have followed well, for years. So let's speak on let's speak on that with five times before I even saw a frame. Are exactly. you retarded? Right. So, um, w- without being too, uh, yeah, vulgar. This, this weekend was perfect. <laughs> tell me, yeah. white block shoot. Yeah. yeah well, tell, let's hear it from the. Well, yeah. We, tell we, me from the from the G and E side of things. You know how that, how does that benefit you guys? The block light shoot. Well, obviously pre lighting is a thing, but like. You know, there is a lot of times where they basically say, hey, go prep the scene, and we're not told really anything besides, like, it's at the bar or it's on this couch, and we kind of have to guess. And But this is th- th- these sort of things usually happen on very like small, very indie sets, usually not well-funded. And it's usually but there's not even an AD present to, to Maybe not, but so we are, we are openly talking about not a, a difference between using block light shoot versus not, not block shoot. Yeah. yeah, so in the instances that it's not, like, you can make excuses for it. And, Pre-lighting and, is amazing, yeah. well, but only if you know where the camera's going to be and where it's right. going. That, I don't guys. need to see the frame to pre-light. I need to know the area of the source right. of the... Well, like, I need to know where the lens is going to be. And even to be to be fair to that, too, really what you're doing on that, those instances, you're you're setting a base light. Like, you're yep. basically saying, yes. this is a base light. Mm-hmm. This is what we are we know we're going to rock with. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to tweak it, obviously, once we see camera. Right. right, and it's so, it's it's staying busy until you know, okay, now we exactly. can refine. Exactly. But right. I, refining is different than taking the initial setup and moving it six different times because right. where you told me the camera the was whole different be lighting is literally a hundred and eighty degrees right. flip. Yeah. Right. And now my light's in your shot when it's where you told me to put it. Exactly. Why didn't you just put the camera up and let me Show go? Show me a frame. Show yeah. me a frame. Like. What 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 emotion do you want and, from the light, and, and how can I do that for right. you? Right, and here's the thing, right? The other thing, too, is, and what I'll say about that, with blocking, blocking shows the DP where the actors are going to be. Correct. It tells the DP, okay, I know I'm going to have an actor from the door, right? The front mm-hmm. door, he's going to walk to the couch. That tells me I've got to light him to go to the couch, and that's mm-hmm. where the scene plays out. And this right? is important for audio too. When right. they have the boom, they need to exactly. It's all it's exactly. this beautiful dance. Yep. It's all we important. all have to be on yep. that page. It's all important. Yeah, but that's a good point. <clears throat> but the thing is also to speak to Genie side of it because I did did Genie for years right before I actually became Genie for life. 
and still do genie sometimes. I love to swing the genie for life. Um, so the reality is also like once you do your block, you send your talent off. Guess what? You know what really happens, and it's a beautiful synchronicity that happens. Everyone smokes jays. That not on set. Um, <laughs> so coffee and cigarettes. Literally, genie. We block it. Genie starts working. What's our first AD doing? He's paying attention to the crew who is making sure everything's happening, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, here's another thing for Detroit. This original idea, a second AD. Hmm. So those are important, right? Mm -hmm. You want to know why they're important? Because the first AD can't be in two places at once. Right. Okay. So talk a little bit. Answer phone calls and emails while the magic happens. But not just that. It's not. It's not that. So briefly, AD has to be there with wardrobe with makeup mm-hmm. right i jumped because, ahead again that's the right. second second because when they so when they're literally you gotta think about it, you're sending your talent off to what we call the glam squad right mm-hmm. we call them the glance the glam squad there's no offense to that no. we love our that's hair and hair makeup, and makeup. we love our hair and makeup boys and girls we love our fucking wardrobe makeup mm-hmm. and wardrobe boys and girls we do but the thing is they're chatty Cathy's, right yeah, and it's part of their job it's part of the job 100%. to get comfortable with the 100%. actors because you're touching their fucking face, okay? Mm-hmm. You you're to, in their fucking face. They need a little more push. Right. You've got to have somebody there who is streamlining and saying, okay, cool, you're out of the chair. Great. Next person. Okay, great. You're out of the chair, mm-hmm. right? You're moving it along. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger, when he's going through a line, shaking hands, even at a red carpet, he has a guy behind him, squeezes his arm. Yep. That's move enough. On. Move Three on. seconds. Move on. Five seconds. Move on. I didn't know exactly. that. That's hilarious. But here's the thing, right? <clears throat> so I'm in, you know, you know this. You, you've been a first mm-hmm. as well. You are a first. The reality is, is that also you're sitting there having conversation with your second. You're making sure you guys are syncing up, yeah. right? Because the reality is, is that it, this is synchronicity, right? Genie, we all line up. So I'm pushing crew and making sure we're ready. And while the second is off pushing cast yeah. and yeah. making sure they're really? ready. Because you know what? At the end of the day, the goal is for us to meet at the same meet time. Meet in the middle. Correct. Meet at the same so fucking say, it's, time, it's a, right? It's a gorgeous... Speak back to your dance. It's a gorgeous ballet of that collaborative art where everybody fits in and dances with each other. Yeah. And if you can do that right with the right attitude, right. It, it's just the right. funnest thing you can do. Right. It's so beautiful. But it's, that it, one wrong attitude. That's it. That's the wrench in the gear. And so, like, the reality is, is like, <clears throat> now granted, right, we all know, and this is no fucking knock to women, don't take it this way. But we all know it takes longer when they go in the well, There's chair. more to do. There's just more to do. And right? I, honestly, As a man, we walk in, they powder us. They powder they and throw you away. I they think might style our hair. Yeah. That's it, right? As yeah. a woman, we've got to make sure they look good. We have to make sure their hair looks good. I don't think right? I've ever spent more than five minutes in hair and makeup. Right. With a woman, it could be, it depends. It could be 30. It could be 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. It depends on what we're doing and yeah. how crazy this gets, right? So there are times we do pre-calls, right? Where mm-hmm. we will pre-call actors in because we know it's going to take a little more time. Especially for special I mean, effects I, makeup. And yeah, stuff. I mean, I did a Western a Western horror film on a fucking train. I mean, we had to do the whole fucking get-up on those women's hair. Yeah. It was not, it took time, right? Sure. So we'd have fucking pre-calls that they would just come in to get their hair done. It wasn't even their makeup. It was their hair done. Oh, because like, of the period of the, the piece period of time and the way the curls and everything had to be. It was just insane. Right. Yeah. Gorgeous when it's done, but we st- it's still time. Right. So something you, have to you don't think, think about, about while watching. Right. And as they an AD, took eight hours to do. You have to take all that in your brain, right? Like yeah. You're pre-call. Okay. So you're pre-calling to your makeup. You know your makeup team, depending on how big your makeup team is. 
you're pre-calling those the hair the hair team in, right? Mm-hmm. You have to be ready, and some depending on the show, right? You have to be ready to either get lunch for them early, right, and then right. get ready to release them early, right? Mm-hmm. Because you know that you don't want them to hit OT. No, nope. so you have to be prepared for that, right? <clears throat> or you have another team that's coming in at like right. the ten for hour relief. mark, just or like a six hour mark, and basically they're going to get like a half day pay, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah. you know that's what's happening, right? So that's all things ADs have to think about, though. It's not the producers that are thinking about this stuff. No. It's the ADs that then are letting the producers or letting the you know letting them know, hey, we have to have this stuff or we're not going to make our days. Right. Right. It's very important, and that's that's that goes back to prep. Quite honestly, that's sure. That's involved in prep. Yeah, I mean, there's like, no surprises if you if you thought it out. In right. Prep. I I will always say this is that the you're going to spend money one or two ways. You're going to spend more money in prep, and the shoot's going to go fantastic. Right, mm-hmm. you're gonna spend less money in prep, and you're gonna spend a shit ton of money more, probably post, more in in post and in production mm-hmm. because you're trying to catch up, right? Yep. Because you're not fully prepared, and that's right? an important distinction. If you don't spend it in pre, you're gonna double down on what you didn't say, what you saved, because there's two more steps. Absolutely, and you what you spend the money now, right? What you could have spent a little bit. Right, just mm-hmm. getting your AD in and having them come in and be early, as well as your DP and director, with be the ready to double down on every dollar having, you think you save, and having yeah. your having your shots. You know what I mean? Having your shots laid out, knowing what your director's mood board is, knowing what your director's vision is, knowing mm-hmm. what the DP's vision is, and what they're planning for each individual scene. Right, right. Because, like, think about it. If your if your DP's like, oh yeah, uh, this really really pretty walk and talk, right? I want a techno crane. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's time. Yeah. Especially if you're on a hill or you're somewhere mm-hmm. crazy right now. Granted, they're on their own movable carts, but it's still time. There's movement of it. There's relocating it. There's setting it up. There's calibrating. Multiple rehearsals to mm-hmm. make sure it's right. Because like, after all the setup time, you only have so much time. Exactly. Exactly. So the rehearsals make sure that you can just, let's get this in one, guys. Right. And that's another beauty, right? <clears throat> and like to go back to your timekeeping thing, right? Like that is something we do. That is our job. Right now, what I like to do in movie magic, I don't know if you do this, um, but I like to actually, I in my head, knowing estimate the, the amount of time and shape. Right, if I yeah. know the information, I can say, okay, estimated time. We're gonna yeah. look at sometimes an it's, hour, it's, hour and a half, maybe two hours. Depends on what it is. It might be the full fucking day. If we're doing right. Stunts. So I, 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 I do two passes. I do two right. passes. Right. I, I put down when I'm doing my initial scheduling. Of what I think this scene should take, mm-hmm. or whatever. But then once I start putting them into days and looking at my page counts, or whatever, and then I look at my estimations, I'm like, right. oh well, according to what I thought, this is going to take us 16 hours. But you know, how can we, right? How can we approach this differently so that that's not the case? And maybe after talking with the director, you realize the director's really simplified this. It's only going to be correct. It's only going to be three or four correct. shots. There's right. typically there's typically a scene that is uh, you know. Sometimes it can be a longer scene, a, a nice three and a half page t- uh, talkie yeah, yeah. with two people. I was like, well, you know, I totally thought I was going to need three hours for this, right. but the director only wants uh, mediums and close-ups, and the the talent has the lines done. Exactly. We're out. Boom, done. Hour and a half with setup, and we're out. So I and I genuinely do have conversations with my director about that. I love it when that happens. Like me too, because if we're on a walk and talk, what's your coverage, man? Yeah. Like, are you really gonna want? Are you gonna live in this two shot as they walk and you maybe do a reverse just to see the see the world? Right. 
or are you going to do okay we're going to we're going to track back and follow them in a two and then we're going to do a side profile so profile and behind now if you're going to do all that shit yeah that's time you know what yeah. i mean but if the director says oh no 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 i'm just going to track back and then i'm going to reverse and just follow behind them boom that's only right. 30 minutes now like, you're in you're and out. out you're out you know what i mean especially on a page it's like mm-hmm. boom done as long as the uh, <clears throat> sorry i'm not trying to throw camera on the bus as long as your ACs are ready and yeah. your focus, your first AC is and, and lighting. I mean, you know, with something like that, ready. we got to make sure that the, right. there's no shadows, but sound, right. you know, right. s- sound gets introduced to a room where there's nothing but overhead lighting and exactly. they learn it to walk and talk. They're exactly. like, well, hold up. Exactly. And the other thing we have to be prepared for on set, right, is things happen, right? Yeah. It's, it's, so this is where, and this is where Joe was talking about. <laughs> it's Newton's law, right? It is Newton's law. Yeah. It will happen, right? Yeah. Like, think about it with sunlight, right? Murphy's Law. Murphy's Law. Sorry, not Newton. Uh, So, basically, think about it. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to put you in motion and make you stay in motion. Yeah. That's just gravity. Right. So, but but think about it, right? Like, the reality is that, like, with that shot we did on sunlight, where we were doing this walk and talk, right? It should have been very quick, right? But the problem is, is it wasn't, it had nothing to do with the actors. Well, it kind of did. One of the actors didn't have all his lines memorized. We were dealing with That's that. That's right? typically a That's problem. That's a problem, right? Then, because especially if you're trying to limit yourself to one or two shots, like there's no way to cut exactly if you can't get it in whole. Well, then on top of it all, right? We were having signal sure, interference. Sure, you start in the, in the middle, just cut the back half because that's where it fucks up. Right, but we were having signal interference with our with our trans video transmission oh, yeah. for our focus puller and for the person that's actually pulling the wheel on what we were on our not Steadicam, but oh, I can't think of the name of the freaking. Um, was that on the crane? Uh, the Adam, the the rig he had. Oh, yeah, uh, his anti-grav. Yeah, oh, anti-grav, yeah. that's it. Yeah, like, you had to have, it was me, right, mm-hmm. pulling the wheel on that. And you, if I didn't, if I can't see the video, how the hell am I going to know what, do it. what am I, I don't Talking know. about when we were at Luna Pier. No, so this is, remember when we broke off in Skeleton Crew and we went to, like, this hospital thing and we shot a couple yep. things yep. with Tom and yep. Bobby yeah. and them, right? Yep. It was only supposed to be, it was supposed to be really fast. Oh, believe right? me, I was stressing. I know it's too. I know I the whole G and E that day took a four hour nap because I know yeah, set up still more than we I needed. I had a room to. full yeah. of extras for hours. Yeah. Like, well, it's kind of like, oh, yeah. it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. Why is Connie here? So and what? So what happened? Right, is we were having video signal issues and we could not. It was just killing us. Like we could not get our shots. Right, it yeah. sucked. And luckily, we finally got through it. But. Mark actually came into the wrestling stuff and was like, "Okay, I only need this, this, and this." Yeah, right? and we and we plowed through it, and everybody went home, pumped it out, right? We yeah. were still wrapped on time. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Well, we had to be out of the location by exactly, a very strict time. Exactly, and Mark was like, "Okay, I only need this, this, and this to really establish this. I only mm-hmm. need this to establish that." Right? He knew exactly what he needed to really get us through that day, right? Yeah. And we did. <clears throat> and, and well, and yeah. also luckily, uh, the stuck the co- the stunt assistant was there the whole day while you guys were off on first location blocking she was working with her exactly. her actors exactly and when the head of stunt showed up he had a different idea but because of the time crunch we couldn't change that it. rehearsal still came in clutch exactly exactly so it was, they it was had really nice to bounce back on right yeah. it was really nice right and so i always look back on days like that that i'm like Okay, I knew I thought this was going to take this long, but mm-hmm. once again, things happen. And as long as you're willing, and that's the thing, we have to be willing to adapt. You know what I mean? Like, right. you can't, 
you can't put your foot down and say... You gotta be on your toes. Right. And as a director, even, you can't put your foot down and be like, no, I have to, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm your multi-million dollar film, fine, go for it. You know, do whatever you think you need to do to get your shot. But yeah. <clears throat> on an indie film, we don't have time for that. You know what I mean? We don't have the money for that. So, like, at the, re- at the reality of it all, you have to be able to adapt and say, hey... Yeah. No, we don't have time for this. Okay, we're going to get this, this, and this. This is, you get your meat and potatoes first. The gravy is extra. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's why I always tell everybody, right? Like everybody's meat. ready and willing to do the best they can. Let's exactly. get coverage so, that's basic. And that then tells the have story. we bought the time to be exactly. One of the challenges. Exactly. And go above and beyond. Exactly. And hopefully our key shot lists and our key things that we know we need have that message enough, have that entertainment value enough. Exactly. If we don't have the time to go extra. Exactly. Some of the challenges that um, I've run into are when you're trying to move forward and, and time is, is creeping and yeah. you, you realize like, okay, we got to get it and we got to get out or we're right. not going to get. Right. Is the pushback uh, because it's a very, it's a very, it's a very logistic job over mm-hmm. being a creative job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, while a part of me is like, yeah, I'd love to get these next five shots y'all have been talking about, but right. like, you know, realistically, we need to get the basic coverage and move out. Like some, sometimes I've been hit with like, oh, you're trying to hurt the integrity of the film, and I'm like, listen, I'm I'm, I'm at a I'm at a crossroads where my choices are: do we get something, right, or do we miss out on not getting something altogether? Which, like I can get everything of all the pages, and we just don't get as many as much coverage of it or right. as much creativity to it but you ate that time right which i can tell you right now like any producer that's worth their salt is going to want the story they're not going to care about the creator right as long as the story is in the bag right that's if what you they miss pages about. if you get through a 28 day shoot and there are still 10 pages that somehow got fell off yep that's it's not good that's a problem it's not good right Unless it's been discussed between the director and producer. Boneyard shit is boneyard shit. It happens. But I mean, like, you know, like, if this happened and we had to keep pushing, and, you know, especially in in this local industry, you get a lot of, well, we'll push it to another day, push it to another day. I'm sorry. And that's that's the first mistake you ever make. We already don't have time. We already don't have time. Exactly. Putting it where I didn't have time to put it before. Exactly. That's why it's here. Exactly. So I can tell you. If I was going to put it on Tuesday, I would have put it on fucking Tuesday originally. I can attest to this, to this, to exactly what you're saying with locally as of last weekend. Like, literally. They were like, oh, well, this actress, she really, she's cried a lot. She's kind of burned out, right? Um, We need to move this other crying scene to another day. And I was like, okay, I'm sorry. Like, I appreciate actors and I understand that it can be tough to cry and whatever, right? But like, as a producer, sorry, I put my producer hat on. Vizine's cheap. Yeah, uh, sorry, we have to make her fucking day. Like, like, there is no pushing a scene just because the actor's done. Like, I'm sorry. No, and but they they agreed with the actor, and I told him I said, "Guys, this is gonna fuck us." And they were like, "Extract right here, right, you right." And they said, "Guys, this is gonna fuck us. This is gonna fuck us." I kept saying it, sure as shit. You know, we get into a day, and we've added extra scenes to another day. Mm-hmm. You know, that's and this is what we we're talking about earlier. We that's money. Yeah. That's now money because yeah. now now you can't to shoot one scene because of one actress. You can't forget that in order to get that done, you have to bring in the 30 crew members right. that are required to do that. Exactly. Exactly. How and that's many the thing. times have one actor or actress 
one Actora, one thespian put a whole fucking thing on hold for half a day. Oh, I mean, it's a it's, it's a common thing. It, happens. it is. It yeah, is it just it's, it's your so biggest sad. names will do it. But I'll tell you so right sad. now, like Michael Caine, and this is another complaint I've heard recently that I was like, what the fuck? She was complaining because she got called into her, and Sorry, I literally, she... I literally was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Michael Caine has, in, I think it's in his book, or it's it's his writer. Yeah, regardless. Oh, and his no, in his book, his actual book. It's either in his book or he's he's been known to say it that literally he's like, "No, you pay me to wait." Like, yeah, you, you others have said that as well. You're paying me to wait. Like yeah, that well, is my uh, job. Uh, was it Lawrence Fishburne? Something Barry, Barry actually yeah, yeah. mentioned a story. Yeah, because yeah, that's yeah. that's the thing. It's like I I act for free. Like I I love this shit. You guys yeah. are just paying me for the the time yeah. in between. Yeah, I and could that, be doing a lot of stuff, waiting for you to call on me. Right. But I'm here, right. ready. Right. For when you put the camera. Uh, on as me. soon as you yeah. tell me we are ready for you. Yeah. Here they come, and yeah. they're gonna. They, feel, that's their job to put I their game on. I feel the same way as a, as a gaffer. Like I, I started off acting and stuff, you know, sure, but like I, I still, I, I see it that same way. Like I, I'm paid to sit and wait for when you're ready for lights to be moved, right? Because if they're gonna right. be moved and rigged above an actor's head, like it needs to be done right, well, and I can do that. But I'm not there to do that. I'm there to be ready to do that. Right. Well. Yeah. And th- that's another thing that I think gets skipped over in our job, right? Our job as ADs, when it comes to safety, it's not just on set. It's also thinking about, okay, my genie boys have been busting their ass all fucking day, mm-hmm. right? You want to go into OT now? Right. And we have an hour drive home? That drive home. I was going to say, right? it's not just a drive home. We These just skipped all... over rap. There's right. there's yeah. packing everything that's back what, into the truck. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, there's, there's a million You things. can call rap at 12.01, and a good 70% of the people that are on set are gone. Right. Then there's, you've got, you know, sound is still packing and repacking and getting all their shit back together. Exactly. g is packing the truck up and tearing things down from rafters and from, you know, windows Everybody and everything who's else. Everybody not wrapping out is smoozing for 45 <laughs> minutes, and they're gone, and we're still not wrapping Now, up. I would say, I will tell you right now what I always do, and this is, this is, I mean, it's what every first AD should do. You go to your genie team, because guess what? They're going to be spending the most time They'll be the, the sounds, wheels up are late. Sounds less. not going to spend the most time, right? Their stuff. Some do. Some do. <laughs> really, truthfully, though, it's not a hard wrap. No. No. 90% of the time. 20 minutes. Norm. But when Should my G&E crew pulls up, I leave before sound 95% of the time. Right. Well, but I have that Well, I, I mean, it's depending regiment. on the setup. There's just I some setups. That there yeah. are just some setups that... Setup, though. Like, like, let's be real. Like, if you're doing a huge topper, Condor day... Like, topper, it took us some time. I will still yeah. be Matt Sisko out. I guarantee you. Well, there are some toppers. No hate, Matt. I love you. Okay. I don't think we beat him any day on topper, but... No. But, so what I'm getting at, though, is that I always go to Genie first because they're going to have... They're going to quote me the longest time, right? Yeah. Now... Have been having been in Genie. This is one of the mistakes a lot of ADs. Genie math. You can call Guess BS. Guess what? Uh, ADs. Genie lies to you. They will. I'm always, thinking 45 minutes, 90 yeah, minutes later. Yeah, they will, another 15. That's a 30. They will always <laughs> over embellish nine times out of ten. They will tell you more time because they want to look good, which is a great thing, right? In Genie world, we want to look good. We want to be faster than yeah. what we quote. But if you ask me how much longer out loud in front of everybody, five minutes, boss. Yeah. Get back to me in 20. Exactly. (laughs) But exactly. But the reality is, is that at the end of the day, 
if you have that knowledge of what it actually takes. And it's, you don't have to be in GE, you just have to watch your guys work. And yeah. How long it takes them, right? I think that's that's an important thing so, for an, any AD well, or any. Brad said the other day, he says, that when I ask Joe how long, and he says five minutes, it doesn't matter that he needs 15. He can go forward and say five minutes to everybody else. Yeah. And it's going to take 15 for that to come back. And then we are ready. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so am I lying or am I just giving you that cushion? You're giving the... For the cushion, baby. Yeah, I mean, you are. But, mm. like, so... Ooh. But to be real, like, right, you watch your team, right? And how they yeah. wrap out, right? Now, me knowing right. what it takes and what's going to happen... Is a, is a plus. And right? this is what I was saying. I think observation for a lot of different team members on, like, it's, I'm not asking makeup and hair to watch Shaney, but if you are AD, UPM, director, DP, some of these closer to the line, if, they, if you aren't paying attention to how a team works and how they go, then it's pretty, it's pretty difficult. For example, when a director comes up and says, why is it taking so long and blah, blah, blah. That comes from not watching over the last week what it takes, the understanding of what is involved and the things that you just asked for. You just asked for us to have red coming in to illuminate. Well, we weren't prepared for that. Right. The team needs to go back, grab the stands, grab the lights, power the cable, find where everything is to make sure that it's ready to go. And then there's the alignment, the calibration of the light. So it's like understanding what the other teams do or require is a a big task for, I, I think, you know, any AD, AD and up any AD. I mean, really, and really it does fall on us. Like it doesn't fall on the other team. You know? No, no. I, um, dude, you got to answer when the we, question we, comes, right? We have I'm recommending it because I think it will give oh, better I scope. I, to I, understand I like it. That. that was, a, that was a different explanation for what he said about like, you guys are the tightrope between in front above, above and below. below the line. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's right. a tightrope walk, which we are. I mean, and that's the truth. And like, the reality is, is that when I go to Genie, right, and I know the setup and I know what we've done, and I'm like, okay, it's going to take probably about thirty to forty-five to really wrap out, right, to be taillights. Mm-hmm. So I go to them and I'm like, what do you think? And if they quote me some ungodly number, I look at them like, really? Come on, like that's not real. Like, and they're like, well, I mean, I'm like, no, 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 come on. Like, what's the real number here? Like, well, yeah, because it's GE. You're going to yeah. get the sarcastic answer before right. the real one, exactly. especially a rap Exactly. Out. And With your sense of humor, right. I'm going to give you all sorts of shit. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, and that's the other thing, too, right? So, that's another part of our job that I think a lot of people don't understand is that empathy is a big part of every We position. have to play. You have to know your people. We have to play dad on set, right? That's yeah. our job. Yeah. Our mom, right? If you're a female, right? Big mama bear, yeah. We have to be able to walk that line mm-hmm. of, hey, there's going to be times you're not going to like me. Because I'm going to tell you things that you don't want to do, but I need you to do. But, yeah. but at the end of the day, you're going to want to drink a beer with me. Yeah. Right. Like yes. At the end of the day, when we wrap, I'm going to come to the truck. You're going to throw me a beer. We're going to. Crack I don't like it, to. You know? I don't like to pose myself as the bad guy. No. I think that there's a choice that some ideas you're not. make. Right. But I, I'm I'm in it for you. But understand that, like mom and dad, sometimes I got to make some decisions that you're not going to like. Exactly. But understand that. There's a reason. I'm doing it for the better of us and to get us out, right? Exactly. And when they see that, the respect is given, right? right? That's the thing. Like, I don't yell on set. Mm-hmm. I don't, unless it's a I safety. Do. I raise my voice. I, I, well, I guess there's there's I, sure, I semantics raise, of yeah, yeah, semantics yeah. of, but like what I mean by yelling is I'm not like red in the face and yelling. I have. At people. I well, have because here's the. Th- go ahead. Go ahead. 
Speak your piece. Turn your fucking phone off. Sure. Absolutely. I what do you say, quiet on set, and I've told you 15 fucking yeah. times. This no. is not my story. This is his story. 15 fucking times. But you're telling it. Please. Well, yeah, because he... Go ahead. You're fine. Well, so he's told enough. Yeah, and the story that he, I, I don't want to ask you. I don't want to tell the story that he's three in tell. seconds into a roll, a yeah. phone goes off. Get the fuck off my set. Yeah. Well, I don't care who you are, boss or not. You fucked up. Why we're here? Sure. Bye bye. Sure. So now, what I t- what That's I was as far as I'm gonna take. I do right. So what I do is, <clears throat> obviously, we we make that call right. Quiet mm-hmm. on set. We tell everybody to shut the fuck up. Right. That's our job. Um. Phone does go off. Yes, I raise my voice, but I'm not. It isn't yelling. just because, right? I'm not yelling. Yeah, just it isn't saying, just because. Hey, whoever that idiot was that didn't put their fucking phone on silent, you're gonna hear my voice, but I'm not gonna single you out. Just put it on fucking silent, right? Um, but Come I'm not gonna five and yell it's the same asshole. So the the. If it's the same thing over and over again, that's a different story. This is because yeah, here's was. the thing: the story this that he the gave, the I didn't line. yell. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yell in that story. The story that I did yell, same set. Yeah. S- small house. Yeah. Every footstep, every chatter can be heard. Mm-hmm. We're shooting upstairs, holding his downstairs in the basement, and there was multiple presentations throughout the day to ask and require, like after right. long breaks, whatever. Like, right, hey, cool, right. we're back at it. I need everyone to put their Phones on silent, right? And we're running, we're running behind. This is just one of those sets where we were always fucking running behind. Because... By the way, you guys never have walkies either. No, which is stupid. It is. I'm sorry. So that's that so that makes it difficult. Yeah. That makes it difficult. So again, with the the voice raising, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. If the option is to run all the way downstairs and give an appropriate scolding, or right. lean over after cut and be like, turn off them fucking phones. Yeah, it makes sense. At the top of my lungs, I get that. No, I get that. But it shook the house. Yeah. I said, listen, if it isn't fucking God calling you, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Turn it off. Do not answer it. We're fucking rolling. Yeah. Get the fuck out. Because you're making a choice of personal, like, because my phone's going to go off on set. I have it other happens. work coming. It like, happens. there's other right. communications, right. but it's not an immediate need. It's never, it never is. No. And nine times out of ten, five times during this episode, and nine times out of ten, at any job, they know I've told them, "Hey, I'm on set. I'll respond when I can." Right, right. So I'll still get a text, and it's like, but but I'm on silent. My five year old daughter. If somebody is on set and and has made the decision that their personal life supersedes, yeah. Now I will interject on that. So. I have been in that situation right now. This is a family emergency. The a person, family emergencies aside, that's yeah, that's what I one in a million is but, different but than just, how he was disrespected. Oh no no no! I, I I understand what I'm saying is though is like I was notified ahead of time. Mm-hmm. She was like, "Hey, I don't have it on ring, but, but if this somebody calls, oh, yeah, I yeah. have to take yeah, this phone. I hundred percent. Please tell me that. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Please if tell they me tell that. Tell you that beforehand, and you, their phone goes off. Hundred percent. I want to know. It's that one. You're like, okay, everybody because, takes five. Because that, yeah. that's going back to you know the the bag ever so that like, I'm, I, I truly take line. it like a dad, right? Like yeah. I I care. Yeah. Please come let me know of these things because we will work it out. I'm I'm the one that has to know because right. if 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 you're gone. Because something happened and I wasn't communicated with, and you're needed for something that completely fucks everything. Right, right. No, I completely agree. And so that's 
Right. It all goes back to that line. It all mm-hmm. goes back to that fine fucking line that ADs have to walk. Right. Mm-hmm. We, we have to, we literally have to be the good guy, but we also have to be the bad guy. Right. right? We have to know when to, but you have to know when to play that card. Well, right. 100%. You have to know when to play 100%. the bad guy card. Right. 100%. That, now I will you know, say they're gonna get pissed, but at the same time they're the gonna they're set, gonna see why I made that decision. They're gonna be like, "Oh, no, 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 this makes sense. We're gonna get behind Chris." And nine times out of ten, what happens is we've gone several days that have been great, and some fucking hiccup happens, mm-hmm. right? And it's like something you can't control, right? And it's just like, guys, get behind me. We're gonna do this. We'll knock this out. And because you're a motivator as well, they get it. The right? ads and and I'm I'm gonna kind of close this out. We've been at it for a little while, so. Um, uh, there was a good talk. There was a different, yeah, there was a different question I wanted to, to, to talk about, but this I think is important. So, um, energy onset and the relation to the AD. Yeah. Um, what is the relation to the AD and energy onset? Energy uh, up, bitches. It's huge. Right? It's huge. Let's be real. Like, if you walk on set and you're fucking all somber and just, right? If you're speaking problems at, at call time, yeah, yeah. 15 minutes before call yeah. time, and you're already pissing and moaning, yeah. you set the tone. Everyone else now thinks our day is fucked. Yeah, you got to think about it. Like, you are the leader, yep. right? Essentially, to the crew, you are the leader. Correct. It's not the director. To the crew, they don't answer the director. They, they, answer not, they rarely you. speak to the director. Right. They answer to you. So, at the end of the day, if you're bitching already, they're just going to be like, well, this day's fucked. Yeah. Right. You know, yep. the energy already, the tone is already set, right? You have to come in with Hello, how is everybody doing it? You gotta be a motivational speaker all day. Get ready to get people up. Now, Mm -hmm. granted, things change. Obviously, we do our energy does get low. It happens. Yeah. I'll admit I've had bad days. We're human, right? But at the same time, we have to be able to shift that and get the crew behind it. Right. Right. My favorite saying this, but we are kind of manipulators to an to an extent. That was a secret. To an extent. That is a secret, but we don't. I so don't, I see. Here's the thing. I don't see it's it not as malicious. no. And no. Manipulation. My is one, one of my brothers in creativity, Kamal Smith. His favorite thing. He says energy up. But my favorite time to hear him say it is when he's tired. He's like, he means it, but he's like, okay, everybody, en- energy up. Like you can yeah. feel him Self, trying. Self motivated. But yeah. that's so much more motivating to me than when he's actually like energy up, everybody. Like when yeah. he's when I feel that he's fight, a- I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. rally for that motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, here's another thing that I always do, right? Is that if we've had a hard fucking day and I have PAs, right? Because you should have PAs. That's, should. that's part of the job, right? Production department. Um, Hallelujah, I'll send a, If my G&E's been busting their ass, or any team for that matter, right? They've been busting their ass every day, all day. It's been hard, right? G&E, I'll be like, hey, go, go to the gaffer, ask him what fucking beer everybody likes right and i'll fucking out of my own money right. i will buy them a fucking 24 pack or a 12 whatever i can mm-hmm. right if hopefully it's not yep. some craft ass yep. beer at right? least enough for everybody yeah. to like, have one taste has changed with yeah, a lot of people yeah. yeah hopefully it's not some craft ass beer well because you got you get you're but, handing on that responsibility you can't get people drunk and then pack and leave you know it's, exactly yeah. but you it's know what i'm saying some, like but no like but it's but enough that, to have one or two beers yeah which most g i'm sorry genie uh, two beers is nothing, right? That's oh, like, no. That's no, like but you fucking, get oh, enough a, to have each of them have one or two, yeah. and that's and it doesn't is, matter the brand. Like, Even if I don't drink it, tab. I'm going to yeah. accept it and be like, thank you. It's, it's like, or like wardrobe and makeup, right? They wanted a bottle of wine. I bought them a bottle of wine. I said, I said, ladies, this is on me. You know I mean? Thank you for your hard work. You know what I mean? Like, 
it's stuff like that that just really makes it just brings the morale up in the crew and helps yeah. them get mm. behind you right because yeah. that's the goal that's our job right yeah. we the crew has to be behind us if they're not behind us we're not making our day no absolutely they the always crew have is 100 percent the backbone of production yeah. and without a solid crew who's lifted up and ready to rock yeah it's just going to be a slag yeah in the any of you actors out there, like, I don't get enough confidence. Come work on G&E and in crew for a minute and have people not even acknowledge you. Yeah. And see if you... Do. Yeah, yeah. Literally, literally feel like... How's your ego now, buddy? How yeah. bruised yeah. What, what did you, you do? You you are doing a kick-ass job. What do you do? I'll tell you right now. They schedule me six months in advance that, that if I'm lucky. Days. And then if you say, oh, I can't that Sunday, my six months of planning just went out the window for your Sunday. Okay. Um, Quinn, you've been kind of quiet. Are there any questions that you might have yes, uh, for ladies. Quinn here? Yes, yeah, so this isn't a question for me, but um, I'm just curious. If you just got out of film school or just got out of high school, what would you do if you wanted to become an AD? If you wanted to become an in AD? In today's climate, in today's film set. Interesting. Uh, well, why would you want to be an AD? PA is my first if answer. you really oh, hate yourself. Thanks, Joe. I appreciate you for saying that. That's yeah, if you want to get on the list of uh, careers most likely to commit suicide, yeah. what well, path would you well, want to take? to have a heart attack at 60. <laughs> you know, Dentist, AD. Yeah. There you go. So, There's the list. But honestly, though, it's really not that. I mean, we're, we're over-exaggerating to some extent. I agree. I, I, I love the job. If you truthfully enjoy being an AD, I agree. Some um, people and you enjoy the it. idea of logistics and handling puzzles that, puzzle make you know puzzle problem solving mm -hmm. like you're great for an ad you're great under pressure yeah yep. because pressure is a thing um well like then there's people i'm a great problem solver but i'm not ad candidacy like uh, for no, me i could do the job i'm not interested yeah but i mean i don't have it's a different kind of mindset puzzle. that you right. guys it's, have it's right. just it's a different, different yeah. kind of puzzle yeah. and so know? like the reality is though like <clears throat> what i would suggest if you really want to be an ad your first goal is to go be a PA. Like yep. that's reality. You know, get into the production world. Like, so you want to be anything? You be a PA. Get in the production world. You want to be. A, you go into PA. Then find you, out how to you, branch. And you hug into your. You hug into your AD. And so really embrace. And really I think we've talked about this before uh, on this show. But really embrace being a PA. Yeah. To to think of it as just a throwaway job is a mistake to you because you're asked to be there because you're essential. You may not think the jobs that you're asked to do are that work. pivotal. It's grunt work. As like, a PA, but understand if that, that you see somebody like I would like to do that. Fucking shadow them, and they will. That's what you're I, gonna do. Other things. Use the opportunity to open you your so eyes. Much. Use the opportunity to open your eyes to everything that's happening on set, and well, absorb and and self teach and, yourself by observation. And the reality with that too is, is yes, it's grunt work, but do it. Do it to your best ability because guess what? That little five minutes of the gaffer saying, hey, can I get a water? And you running off to grab a water and bringing that to the gaffer mm -hmm. means a lot to that person. Yeah. You may and think it's it notice, doesn't, but it does. If you do it with hustle, right. that's going to get you places. That's it's going to get you places. You work hard. You work hard. We need You're people. Hungry. We're yeah. always looking for that one town and be like, oh, did you see that motherfucker this last week? Yeah. Get his number. Yeah. I mean. You know, oh yeah! If you're a hardworking PA, you get notes. You catch my eye, I I make sure I have a way to contact you. And if nobody else is calling you, where's where's that motherfucker? Yes. we need that motherfucker right. for that job. But your step up is PA, 
then you go to KPA, yep. right? Then you go to second yep. second. Uh, what's important about the KPA is the organization. Like it's a, now you have one department that you need to manage to give you that opportunity right. to do that. Like it's it's a it's a the quickest path to a quote unquote department head. Yeah. Um, but you really have to treat the job with sincerity because you have to understand the relevance of you it. You have to care. You have to care, and you have to really show interest. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like. You go from PA to key PA to second, second, to then second, to mm -hmm. then first. Now, granted, that's on a big job, right? Right. But on these little little smaller projects, you can jump off and go be a first. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, as long as you understand the job and you've talked with some bigger firsts that understand the role. Right. Right. And can explain it to you and show you what to do. And some that are willing to train. Yeah. Just saying, because that's important, right? I'm sorry, like. The one thing I cannot stand is egos when it comes to being an AD or a director or gaffer or whatever or the anybody, fuck you are, right? Anybody. Get your head out of this project and get on the train. If somebody wants to learn, fucking share teach them. Hundred percent. Right? Because guess what? That person could that person could call you for a job. Hundred percent. Right? Because you've brought them up and you've yep. shown them the right way and yep. they've exceed they've they have excelled, right? Mm -hmm. So that's my thing. Like, yeah, in don't... my decade in the industry, there's never been a time where I have looked over anybody under me because you never know when that person's calling you for your next gig. Yeah. yeah. It's don't... bigger than any gig you've yeah. ever had. Yeah, don't be afraid. Like, And that's my thing, right? Now, granted, and I'll tell you this right now, there are shows that I have been on that literally I, I don't have time. I, I can't. Like, as much as you want to ask me questions and everything, I'll talk to you at the Understood. end of the day. Understood. Read the room. We talked about this yeah. last uh, on the last we episode. Did. Yeah. Read, I'll, the, I'll, read the room. I'll, I'll talk to you at the end of the day. Yes. Right? It's exactly but, what we said. Hit but, me back. Yeah, Remember that's a that. great yeah. question for tomorrow. I got to, like. Yeah. And we, we stress right the fact that um, your approach on that, your answer may not be pleasurable to hear. Sometimes right. I'm going I'm to respond take it to you personal. like an asshole. But if you know I'm not an asshole, take it for the situation, not the response. Right, because there Correct. are times that I literally, there are times that it's not me being an asshole. It's just me saying, hey, I'm sorry I don't have time. I have to, I have yeah. to handle this. Like, it, it is what it is. You have to move. Yep. Like, we're moving a step. You're steering a ship. As much as we want to train. A lot of our training, too, as far as ADs, to answer this as well, pay attention to your AD. See yes. what they're doing. Yes. Watch them. Learn from what they are doing yeah right right or wrong because yeah because some of the training too some of the training is that it's mm -hmm. just watching and just seeing what they do and being like oh okay well if i don't really like the way they handled that i'd rather i'd do this if i worked them. You know yeah I mean? and train and take that to your own make it your own you know what i mean like yeah. i've had i mean i've had two or three ad's that are upms now that are Fucking, they were second ADs that they came under me, and they've all gone fucking union, right? Mm -hmm. One of them calls me several times a year and is like, for the love of God, please just go union so I can fucking hire you, <laughs> right? And I just haven't done it, right? Because I'm just like, I just that's not that's not really where I want to be in the sure. DJ it's a again. it's a personal choice, right? So that's a whole thing. Yeah, but I've had like, that struggle myself for less. Yeah, but it's that whole thing, right? So like, the incentives less Michigan. I, I trained like, them; they saw what I can do. Right. They love what I do, and now they call. And now they're calling me. Yeah. They're saying, "Hey, we, you got to join, dude. Like, I got, I want to hire you, but you got to join, mm -hmm. right?" And so, you gotta pay your dues. That's the biggest thing. Right? Train the people that want to be trained, right? And, yeah. and if you're wanting to be, if you're, if you really want to be in the film industry, 
work your ass off. That's yep. That's to anybody. That's My not biggest just hundred percent. Any yeah, role, any work position. Work your fucking ass off. Be there for the love yep. of it. Don't yep. try to quantify it. It's yep. not an hourly wage. And quite sure, honestly, you can boil it down, but you're wasting your time. Quite honestly, it's like not why you're here. I'm just gonna shoot somebody that's sitting here. Right, Quinn is a perfect example of that. Oh, amazing. I'm just saying, like, dude came in, came in, just said, "What can I do? How can I help? What do you need?" You yeah. know what I mean? He's not afraid to ask that question. And if you're told nothing, then cool, I'll go find something else to do. And mm-hmm. that's what he does. You're right? smart enough to figure out, like, find the whole, f- see a need, fill a need, you know? And you yep. have to be intuitive somewhat, as a PA especially. Like, I agree. If you walk up to your AD and your AD says, hey, I don't have anything for you. Okay, cool. Let me go see what the UPM needs. Surely you can see what I should never have to ask. doesn't have time to say. Right. I should never have to ask asking. a PA to change the garbage. Mm-hmm. A PA should see that that garbage needs changing and Absolutely. fucking change it. If you don't know where the not bags even are, the bag itself. Ask. People leave shit lying around. Yeah, it's not an. It's not a glorious job. It's not a glorious job. But understand that that is the the most realistic baseline learning position that you can be in on a set. Yep. If you can't you can pick learn. up other people's you water really bottles, can. how the fuck are you gonna learn to pick up your own? Well, gentlemen, thank you uh, all for. Hanging out with us. So, uh, Quinn, Joe, anything else you guys want to ask Mr. Chris? No. No? Quinn? I mean, it's a big question. I don't know. If do it. Do okay. it. Do it. Um, now like, or never, bitch. I guess. I guess. I, what, so, what, are, what is the deal? If you're in Michigan, is it better to be union or is it not? Like, I really don't know. Well, right now, without well, incentives, definitely not. Uh, yeah, well, I mean. Depends on what, depends on what you're talking about, though. Yeah, because your union would be different. And the question is more loaded than even you thought it was. Yeah, so like that's why I was hesitant. No, no, no. It's a nothing, great question. There's nothing hesitant. So I think sleep I think on that, and that can be I the topic a, of our next. Ooh, I think I a good. Well, like I mean, that. I mean, I'm not union. I don't know that I have any any places to speak. You don't on need it, to be union. Regardless, to, regardless, well, I think to I, answer I'll the talk question to you for three hours about that shit. I think to answer the question, um, you should really consider why you have interest in the union and what you think it will provide for you. And then look at your region, wherever it is that you live and see what that offers. In some regions, the presence of the union isn't large enough to benefit you and it may not ultimately pay off. Whereas in other places it may be pop and hopping and you know, you got to weigh how that, because you may be now you in a sea of one in a million. Five IATSA guys in Michigan, or are you going to move to? New there York are benefits. I'm I'm not a I'm not no. a I'm not a union. I mean, so there are there are benefits. It's so like the I think it's a personal. Is, I think it's a personal. Yeah, it is a personal and it's choice. like the reality sure. is like if I went into the DGA as a first, I'm not going in knowing that they're going to offer me jobs because they're not. I'm on right. a, I'm on a list. Give you jobs. Right. I'm on a list, make sure but that doesn't paid. mean I'm going to get called. Right. What I am on, what I what I would be joining DGA for as a first is for benefits. You get your health, you get you get all that. You get a really really nice. I mean, everything's nice, yeah. right? It's great, but that doesn't mean I'm going to get jobs from joining the union. As no, you still have to farm first. your own shit. Right. They make sure you get paid and you're taken care of. Exactly. They Which don't get you shit. I'm going to tell you right now. That's great. Like. Because they do stand up for you. They make sure whatever you get yourself, yeah, of course. you're taken care of. How, but you have to get yourself that yeah. shit. And they how, take how care of How real is it that once you're union, you can't really do uh, like non-union jobs? Is that real or is that more just like so not real? So that's, that's Depends if they catch question. you. Well, it's not just that. Like, they're, like, 
G&E wise, camera wise, they're That's where not, they're not as crazy about it, right? They don't care as much because, and if you don't report it, they'll never fucking know, right? Now, as far as like DGA, that's a different story. Like, I, if I join DGA as a first, I cannot. If right. my name gets on a call sheet as a first AD on a non union job, I will lose my mm-hmm. DGA card. DGA is one of the tougher, like, uh, famously, is it, is there are they offer more or. Like oh, they, I think they, it's better, a, so they don't want really, like really. No, I think it might be just different bylaws. It's just the way yeah. that union structured. Yeah, simply, yeah. Um, you know, directors have left the DGA based on like, for example, uh, we spoke a lot about Robert Rodriguez tonight. Robert Rodriguez dropped out of the DGA to do Sin City because he insisted on having Frank Miller there as co-director. Yep. DGA does not permit anything to have two directors. It's one. The Cohen brothers. The Cohen brothers co-direct. But on paper, one's a producer, one's a director. Yeah. Because they can't share the title. So in that instance, right, like if I was, I'm not saying I'll ever do this, but if that was the case, I would have to be slated as like a UPM on non-union jobs. Right. Right. So you can take other, because (laughs) UPM is not in the director's guild at all. Correct. Yeah. I would have to be a different. I would just have to be a different job. So... But yeah, I mean, it, yeah, there's plenty of bonuses. To We're going to say our goodbyes. Hang around. And good things yeah. to join the union. Yeah, and well, you a can reason to join the union. Oh, it's just sense. more of a, like Brad said, it's more about, is it something driving you to that? Is there a reason for it? You know what I mean? Like, because if there's not, maybe hold off, Yeah. you know? Oh. But if there's a reason and you're like, fuck yeah, I want to join, like if you're in Atlanta, Fucking join the goddamn union. You're, You're right. going to work every day as a GD. Right. I would suggest come back. It might be a good thing. Give it yeah. a year for yeah. any for any person that's that's interested in looking into the union. I would look at the individual websites for the unions themselves. Because um, SAG has a website, DGA has a website, IATSE has a website. Um, and if you're do listening, some, check out MIFA. Do some research if you're on Michigan. If you're yeah, in Michigan. yeah, Michigan Film Incentive. Yeah. Um, take a look at, at the, the websites because those will answer the direct uh, questions for bylaws and, and there's a lot of different um, aid that you can get in joining and what the process it would be. Um, DGA offers like a training program and so forth. But check out where that would individually better. I would start there. And then, yeah, you, you can look at your state and see how that goes and, and see whether or not through that website you'll find the locals and you can ask those questions. Absolutely. Um, so, Chris, thank you again for joining us. Um, if you could uh, let people know where they can uh, reach out to you if they have any questions. Yeah. Um, Chris Warren, ladies and gentlemen. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Instagram, it's CWAR54. Two, two R's, right? Yeah, two R's. Thank you. Uh, and then on Facebook, Christopher Warren, look for the um, Hannibal Lecter mask on the front. That's me. Uh, yeah, and then... Just reach out if you have any questions. And then uh, anything uh, anything you want to promote? Anything you want to put out there into the ether? Something yeah. that we should watch? Yeah, so there's a couple movies coming out pretty soon. Um, one is Imperatus. It was actually one of Tom Sizemore's last mm. movies. Okay. Um, R.I.P. Um, he, fantastic, did an amazing job. It's won a lot of awards at festivals. Oh, excellent. Really, really excited about Imperatus? it. Yeah, yeah. It's a horror film. Um, and then Sunlight which is another one that's coming soon. Uh, also one of Tom's last movies. 
really, really, really cool story. Really, really, really awesome. And where I met all you. That's right. Cool. Farm like Project. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, that's two that I would definitely push out right now. And Imperatus is available now? No, it's coming soon. Coming soon. soon. So Very we're looking soon. for it. We're looking yeah, for it. It's in distro right now. So. Okay. So we're... and Sunlight both coming soon. Coming yeah. soon. Nice, and uh, don't forget that all the shine is coming out, which you BIT'd. So. Oh, thanks. <laughs> that's true. I'm not really sure what the release uh, is on that, but still coming uh, soon. it is still coming soon. Yeah, so all the shine, we all, we all. Put our hands soon? in on that I one too. Yeah, and there's there's several others that I just can't talk about right now because I really don't have enough info. But that's also, fine. I just can't. Really that's fine. Push, yeah, so. I don't, we don't have time. You for can you let us. You can always let NBA. us know. Oh, I gotta pee. Oh, thanks. You can always <laughs> let us know, and and we can you, we can make our posts and stuff. Absolutely. As well. Absolutely. Quinn, uh, where can people reach you? Instagram Quinn Twins dot McLaren's would like the car. Um, on there, there's a. I have another page in my bio about like all the BTS I work on and stuff like that. Um, was yeah. it called Alex and Film or something like that? Just Alex Film is my middle name's Alexander. So. No, right on. Joseph? His AXL and Film was actually pretty fucking hilarious. Oh, I, I follow all of Quinn's socials. I'm, I'm a Quinn uh, whore. Chaotic underscore artisan for Instagram or just my birth God-given name, Joseph Sheldon Quick on other, any other thing. Joey oh, Sheldon. Yeah, just definitely so look that up when Sheldon. it comes to like... <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> people you might know, don't look me up on there because you know, horrible fucking mugshot. And uh, you can reach me on uh, Instagram. You can follow me at Beford Clark. Um, and if uh, you guys have any of your own stories or any questions that you want to ask us, uh, that we can ask our peers and our friends like Christopher, uh, we would be more than happy to uh, field those for you as well. And uh, Chris, I'm imagining. You'll probably join us again at some point. Oh, I hope so. I'd, Jeff, love, I'd love to be here. Yeah. Hey, if you're yeah. still in town when we do the next one, there we go. giddy up. There we All go. right, everyone. So thank you for joining us, and we will talk to you next time. Yeah.